0: The steep rise in energy prices across Europe has left many consumers concerned, asking who is to blame and what mechanisms are in place to shield them from the impact. To answer these tough questions and to gain insight into the inner workings of Europe's energy markets, my colleague Patrick Baudin, Content Director for Energy Markets at Inlet Europe, speaks to Christian Baer, Secretary General of Europex, Association of European Energy Exchanges. I am Pamela Log, and this is the Energy Transitions Podcast.
1: Hello, and welcome to the first of a series of Energy Markets Talk for the Energy Transitions Podcast. My name is Patrick Baudouin, Content Director for the Energy Markets at Enel Europe. A lot of the international energy trading takes place on energy exchanges, and for this Energy Markets Talk, we wanted to get some more insights from their perspectives on the current energy markets. So that is why we have invited the Secretary General of Europex, the Association for European Energy Exchanges, Christian Baer. Uh, Christian, uh, thank you for joining. How is life in Brussels?
2: Well, very sunny today. Uh, nice day. And um, yeah, the year is slowly kicking off. Um, a lot ahead this year. We're certainly still in the middle of the high price debate. Uh, but now we're also looking at... Uh, Fit for 55, um, a new French presidency, so quite a few interesting things ahead.
1: Yeah, and and there's still uh, a lot of liaising uh, being done in Brussels with so many people still working from home.
2: The machinery in the bubble never stops, but indeed there's yeah some limited uh, communication happening. Although I must admit that uh, in some cases it's actually become easier now because everyone is online and it's so much quicker to just connect through one of the tools rather than to meet in person. So there's also some efficiency gains.
1: Yeah, yeah, understandable. Sure. So to start, um, can you tell us a little bit more about EuropeX and uh, what you focus on and what you do?
2: So, yeah, very happy to do so. And thank you again for the invitation and also um, thank you for allowing me to kick off this podcast series. So Europex is the Association of European Energy Exchanges. We currently count 30 members from across Europe. We cover all time frames of trading. That means um, that we look into um, derivatives. So the forward markets, we look into spot trading day ahead intraday, but also into balancing. So very close to real time. We cover energy issues, climate, financial services. So we are the industry representation of uh, all the energy exchanges and delegated operators in Europe. We exist since uh, 2002 and celebrate our 20th anniversary this year. So there's also (laughs) more ahead for this, of course. And um, yeah, we are very actively um, engaging in many policy discussions as other associations as well in Brussels, of course. And uh, we currently follow quite a multitude of different files, of course, with quite an emphasis on um, Fit255, 55 um, SEP implementation, still quite a few financial services issues and others.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for, for introducing this broad array of, of uh, topics Europex is focusing on uh, t- to our listeners. Um, the price surges in, in European energy markets are the big topic nowadays. And Christian, I hope you have a, a fixed term energy contract with your energy supplier. Um, how, how much did your energy bill go up?
2: By about, doubled about, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> I have the same experience. I was not uh, not pleasantly surprised to see my energy bill. And I think many, uh, many consumers in all over Europe are uh, maybe struggling a little bit to pay their bills. Um, is is this to blame on the functioning of the market or on the on the market design, and and what can we do about it?
2: Well, it's not to blame on the market because the market only does what it's supposed to do. Um, it does price discovery, so matching supply and demand. This matter is a bit more complex, and it's uh, very difficult to only blame it on uh, one factor. So we're now still in a pandemic. Um we've had uh, certainly quite a bit of uh, lockdowns, uh, shutdowns and um, a drop in, in consumption overall. This then also dragged a lot of maintenance work around the globe. And then last year we suddenly saw a very steep increase in consumption, uh-huh. uh, not an equally quick increase in production. So this was a simultaneous global supply and demand shock as it's called uh scientifically yeah so we're still trying to figure out uh, to balance the system back to where it used to be uh the markets work perfectly and actually uh these high prices are a sign of the very fact that the markets do the job they're supposed to do so they provide for efficient price discovery and they match the available supply with the available demand. Mm
1: -hmm. But um, is there anything we can do about it to protect consumers from these high prices?
2: I mean, this is um, a much broader issue. So it's not only about uh, vulnerable consumers or consumers in general. Um, This is also about the economy because energy is so central to the overall economy as well. uh, And even to our financial system. So, these high prices now have a certain impact on inflation. Uh, We don't see it um, to the same extent in uh, the Eurozone at the moment, as we see it, for example, in other non-EU countries around the Eurozone and around the globe. Uh So, this is, uh, of course, uh, very worrisome for the economic development, but clearly has a very negative direct impact on consumers and in particular on vulnerable consumers. And we're certainly trying to help. Um, In terms of um, the energy markets, there's certainly some uh, possible fine-tuning one can look into. The energy market design is evolving constantly. You're pretty aware of the clean energy package. Uh, you're certainly aware of the whole market liberalization that started back in uh, the mid-90s when markets were suddenly, not suddenly, but uh, gradually opened up. Um, We then had uh, very important steps like unbundling to uh, separate the transmission from the production, a bit more complex. And, um, yeah, we constantly see new legislation, uh, reviews of certain processes. We now have an agency for the coordination of energy regulators in Europe, uh, which is also very actively looking into these issues, making suggestions. We have the network codes and guidelines Uh, For a couple of years now, we had the clean energy package a few years ago. We're currently looking into more changes uh, to various bits of the regulatory framework for electricity and gas trading. So this is constantly evolving. Um, There's a constant debate about what can be improved. But in terms of the actual impact of the existing market design on these high prices, this is really very limited. I mean, this is a global phenomenon. Um, there is just not enough supply. We had very high gas prices in Asia attracting all the LNG. They're now coming back. I mean, you've probably seen the drop just after Christmas <laughs> in yep. crisis, um with a few tankers on the Atlantic coming into Europe. Uh, and this was just due because of uh, lower demand in Asia. So uh, this is a very interconnected world with a lot of production happening around the globe. Europe certainly is an important consumption center. Used to be also the energy dump of the world, um, given our very high storage um, capacity and for many other reasons too. So we're currently looking into rebalancing the system, but it will take a little bit of time. Of course, we're still in the winter, um, most critical time of the year. But when you look at um, forward curves uh, for the spring and especially for the summer, things will very likely come back to normal.
1: Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um well now for something else, um looking at the decarbonization targets uh, set in the Paris Agreement and, and also the subsequent Fit for 55 package by the European Commission, how do you see the role uh, of the energy and emissions markets uh, evolving in the future? And also is the current market design fit for purpose for that purpose?
2: Yeah. So markets will be very central to the implementation of uh, Europe's very ambitious decarbonisation agenda. So, we currently look into uh, 2030 rules with the 55 package because it will be 55% of emissions reduction by 2030 and then certainly net zero by 2050. So, energy markets, they fulfill different roles. On the one hand, of course, it's a uh, Short term price discovery to mm-hmm. indeed match supply and demand, especially important for electricity, where you always need to um, balance your supply with demand as you can almost not store electricity. So, for physical reasons, gas is a little bit uh, <laughs> more flexible. But um, so, beyond that, short term matching markets also provide very important investment signals. And this is very important for the transition um, in terms of investability in terms of providing the right investment framework Mm -hmm. for the rollout of more renewables for the creation of more system flexibility and uh, this contains various elements of course uh, from direct energy storage to uh, demand response um, and other flexibility measures possible so we are now looking at rolling out and significantly increasing the production of renewable electricity yeah. in Europe. We look at decarbonizing the gas sector. So these are two very, very important areas of investment. There is a lot of interplay between the different commodities. And they are all related to a certain extent, even interdependent. Yeah. Therefore, you want to ensure that uh, your system integration works at the same time. And it's all about delivering the energy transition at least cost. Yeah. So that's, uh, of course, what uh, <laughs> the consumer wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what regulators also want. Um, and that's what is needed to successfully implement the transition. Because if you cannot make it financially acceptable to consumers and consumers are not only consumers, but also taxpayers and citizens, ultimately, you um, may not be able to take uh, everyone along. So here come markets into play. They ensure that you distribute resources efficiently, uh, that you only make investments in renewables, in systems that are cost efficient. And uh, you also ensure that uh, you have um, the right framework for having all these numerous different players work together because uh, this is now a very decentralized system mm-hmm. even more decentralized in the future we have a multitude of actors across europe so it's not only uh, big energy companies anymore but you have a lot of small producers you have uh, flexibility at various levels including a dso level as well now so all this needs to be orchestrated yeah And uh, this orchestration is happening through the market and therefore markets are so important now, but even more in the future. Okay, was the emissions uh, system as the most important tool of the EU to decarbonize, to indeed trigger investments, to make sure that gains are made and to drive down our emissions overall.
1: Okay, clear. Um, Thank you. Uh, Well, in in the beginning uh, of of our talk, you mentioned uh, the 20th anniversary of Europex this year. Um, I know it's still uh, hard to plan any parties with the uh, uncertainty around uh, COVID, but uh, do you have any special plans for, for the anniversary this year?
2: We do, of course, Um, and I was just laughing uh, because of the garden party in uh, 10 Downing Street, (laughs) and we're actually also planning for our own garden party, but hopefully in different circumstances. So, yes, um, we'll have an event series uh, from Europex on various uh, relevant issues. Coming up, um, we'll also have some internal celebrations, and uh, later on in the year, we also look forward to inviting friends and stakeholders to the office and to celebrate with them our 20 years of existence.
1: Yeah, and yeah, and let's hope uh, the the conditions and the measures will be uh, will be gone then to to allow for a nice party. Well, thank you so much, Christian. This concludes our first Energy Markets Talk uh, podcast. You have been listening to Christian Baer, Secretary General of Europex. Thank you to our listeners for joining us. We will be back with a new energy markets talk on a monthly basis. So tune in next month again. If you want to discuss the energy markets live in person, the next opportunity is on 15 and 16 June in Budapest at the Conference on Energy Trading in Central and Southeastern Europe that will happen there. Goodbye for now.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Energy Transitions Podcast brought to you by Inlet and Friends. This episode was produced by Patrick Baudin and myself, Pamela Lag and Dean Ravel. For more energy transition insights, visit the Enlet website at enlet.world.